Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. Cindy and I have just been in a celebration mood because we're going into our third season of this podcast. And we just want to thank every single person that has listened or reached out to us. We, are, we truly appreciate it. You have no idea. Now, I, in response to what disaster or challenge may have ever happened to you in your food career, I have another story to read you. And uh, I'm sure you have even a better one to share with us. And here it is called Layers of Wedding Cake. I'm not sure how Tracy Nelson found California celebrations. I just remembered that she was darling and tiny and so excited to be getting married. I had been the executive chef of the catering company for one year. She was marrying Billy from Falcon Crest. I can't remember if that was his character's name or his real name, and it doesn't matter. The union would be a fabulous prime-time television-worthy special. And it was smack dab in the 80s when people still had money, shoulder pads, and big hair. After one meeting, I knew that Tracy had a clear vision for her wedding. She had rented Catalina Island's Wrigley Mansion, a stately old manor with spectacular views of the harbor. It had become a fancy Victorian bed and breakfast, renamed the Inn on Mount Ada. The mansion had been built around the turn of the century by the chewing gum tycoon. Tracy had rented the entire mansion for the weekend, plus two big plush yachts to take her guests back and forth from the mainland. Jacob Mars of Pasadena was the florist. I had rented antique silver and Battenberg lace. It was everywhere. I got it. Tracy was to be a princess. No problem. Most days, sapphire blue water surrounds Catalina. It's as exotic as Capri. I was thrilled to have passed mustard in the interview and be her chef and caterer. Innumerable lists were made, and weeks of preparation went into every detail. Ferrying the guests back and forth on the yachts on time became a military operation. Guest shoes would have to be changed and carried from the yacht to the end. Food and drinks to produce were to be served the moment guests hit the decks and then again as they arrived at the wedding. On the return trip, cookies and coffee would be served. All in all, guests would be in for about an 18-hour day. For the staff, twice that. My concern was the food. As it turned out, the local purveyors simply couldn't meet the demands of the ultra-gourmet menu. The shrimp, filet mignon, wild rice, caviar, handmade appetizers, all of it would come from my commissary in Marina del Rey and be half to sent by barge to Catalina. The barge charged my kitchen by the pound. The thought of my expensive food for 150 guests bobbing in the hot sun on the wild waves for an entire day was nerve-wracking, to say the least. Thank goodness for wine. I should also mention there was almost no private cars on Catalina. Just a few cabs and one patrol car. Once my thousand pounds of food landed, it had to be carted up the hill to the mansion. Eventually, I found a truck that belonged to the Department of Interior, and the inn hired the ranger and his rig to transport the food. My sous chef rode with the food the entire way from my kitchen to the back door of the inn as its escort. She made sure the cooler stayed cool. She was armed with her knives in case of a holdup. 
I'm not kidding. I told her to guard the food with her life. So once I said bon voyage to my cases and cases of food, my coffin-sized cooler, my copper pots and pans, my sous chef, and my carefully packed silver trays, I assumed the worst was over. Ignorance is bliss. The next morning at 6 a.m., I arrived at the helicopter pad to take my 27-mile ride across the sea to Catalina. It was a glorious morning. I had nothing to fear. I had planned everything. It was perfect. As I approached the helicopter, the whirling blades drowned out everything. I didn't hear the baker call out to me. I will never know what made me turn around and see the screaming, frantic wedding cake baker and the endless layers of wedding cake. I couldn't understand. The baker and the cake were supposed to ride that morning on a shuttle boat. But the baker hadn't booked a reservation. It was the middle of summer when literally thousands of purists fitty cat visit Catalina on a daily basis. There wasn't a seat to be had. I ran over to her. She apologized profusely, but wondered if I could carry the cake on the helicopter. I would have strangled her, but she had already shoved the bottom layer of the cake into my hands. I walked back to the helicopter where the perplexed pilot and three other passengers, whom I had never met, were waiting. I handed off the big, heavy bottom layer to the older man in the back seat, and one by one, I carried the layers from the baker to another of the passengers. I never said a word to anyone. I think my silence and the pale pink rose petals said it all. Though it's a quick ride, you'd be amazed how long it feels in utter silence. A cab was waiting for me at the Catalina heliport. I took each layer of cake from each dear stranger's arms and smiled sweetly. To this day, it doesn't matter whether I'm having a party for six or 60. I never have the dessert delivered. I like to pick it up the day before my party and peek at it in my refrigerator every chance I get. Again, that's a true story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a million of them. Well, thank you all. And I hope, I hope, I hope we will get to read some of our listeners' disaster stories. And you know what? It, you don't have to have been in charge. You just have to write, tell about the story. Tell about the disaster. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Cindy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.